Hey, what's going on guys? Captain Carlos here with Money Out Fishing. Uh, I apologize. I know it's been a little while since I've been on the podcast. Don't want to sound like a broken record. Just been slam busy with work, family, you know, kids, the, the normal stuff. But wanted to get back in here and talk about one of my favorite things to do, and that's bottom fishing or a style of bottom fishing. This style kind of really holds a special place in my heart because I grew up doing it with my family, um, and that's patch reef fishing. So for those of you that don't know what patch reef fishing is, it's just kind of coastal fishing, shallower water, clear water, beautiful conditions. A lot of times you see the fish take the bait, but more importantly, it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a style of fishing that you can get somebody into fishing that maybe doesn't or hasn't had really good experiences and can have an absolute blast, maybe even bring home a fish dinner, you know, a fresh fish dinner. So without further ado, I'm going to go into the, you know, the tackle, the rigs, the bait, the location, everything you need to know on how to be successful at this. So your first thing that you're going to want to get is a, a nice light spinning setup. So seven foot spinning rod, medium, medium heavy. Okay. A lot of backbone, fast action tip, high quality guides, um, kind of like our Costera series. Just throwing that out there, but something along the lines of that, something that's sensitive. It's got that fast action tip, but you can still pull a fish away from structure if you need it, and you have that reserve power in the blank. Okay, uh, you're gonna want to match that up with a four to five thousand size spinning reel. I like the Daiwa BGs or the Saltist MQs. I've been a fan of those. Uh, the pen slammers are solid, nothing wrong with that reel, great drag systems. And then the Shimano Stratics aren't bad. So again, it, more importantly, it's about the size of the reel and good stopping power. So good drag system and good gearing in the reel. Um, you're spending a little bit of money on it, but you know, I look at things if you buy them once and they're good quality and you take care of them, they're going to last you a lifetime. So good way to look at pretty much anything. Um, that's going to be your rod and reel, but you're going to want to spool it up with some braided line. Okay. I like the Daiwa J braid or the diamond braided line, um, 15 and 20 pound braided line. That's all you need. That's about six pound diameter, maybe a little bit thinner. If you, if you go on the, the 15 side, um, what that's going to allow you to do is cut through the current quickly so you can get down to where the fish are feeding. Okay. Um, it's also going to be very hypersensitive. You're going to feel everything. So um, just really deadly combination when you're, you're targeting these fish anywhere between 10 to 50 feet of water. Um, your, your rig setups, okay? Probably three different basic ones that you need to know. Your first one's going to be a jig head setup. You're tying a piece of 30 pound fluorocarbon, okay? You can use mono. I prefer the fluorocarbon. Fluorocarbon has a little bit more of an invisibility factor. Um, they don't see it as well. And then not only that, it's got a harder casing than monofilament. So when the fish do get you into the structure, you have a little bit more of a fighting chance with the fluor. Yes, it's more expensive, but again, you get what you pay for. So fluorocarbon, 30 pound to start. Um, if you're getting busted off all the time, maybe bump it up to like 50. I think is, is probably a safe uh, threshold. If they're busting off with that, there's just maybe some sharks in the area or something, something gnarly. Um, <clears throat> so the jig head setup is the first one that you're going to want to use. So you're tying this three to 
three and a half foot section of fluorocarbon, 30 pound, and uh, straight to your main line with a PR, FG, or uni, you know, double uni knot, something like that, that'll work. Um, and then on the business end, you're gonna tie a little jig head. It's gonna be a banana style jig head, boxing style web uh, style jig head, something that's gonna be in the quarter ounce to all the way up maybe half ounce or an ounce that's going to vary on again how deep of water you're fishing how fast the water's moving you don't want it to go to the bottom right away so you kind of want it to flow with the current but get down to the bottom if that makes sense um so just if you uh if you set up a, a string of chum that'll actually help you dictate the speed of the current and how fast your, your chum is sinking so you kind of want to match know how fast your chum sinking with the size of your jig head if that makes sense okay um, it's gonna sink obviously a little bit faster but you kind of want to stay in that same realm um, as far as your second jig setup or rig setup should I say you're gonna want to use a slip sinker rig or not we call it a knocker rig okay so you're using the same piece of fluorocarbon tied to the braided line which is your main line uh, three three and a half feet of that and then you're gonna be using a small little egg weight that just goes right up the leader and then you're gonna be using a circle hook and the size of your circle hook is gonna depend on the size of your bait if you're using small chunks of like say sardines pilchards pinfish then probably a 2-0 to a 4-0 would be enough if you're gonna be using whole baits maybe a whole pilchard or you know a sardine or a bigger pinfish or even a threadfin herring you could bump it all the way up to maybe a 5-0 or a 6-0 um, I like the inline circles with a medium gauge wire you know that that usually does the trick BKK and BMC those are probably my top two right now as far as circle hooks I, I like them both they have great um, edges and they work work fantastic as far as the, the sticky factor um, and then your third most popular rig is going to be a, a slip sinker rig, which that's kind of your traditional. So you're going to be using uh, a barrel swivel on this one with an egg sinker above the barrel swivel on your main line, which is the braided line, with a little bead, if you want to put a bead there as the spacer. And you're going to run three foot, three and a half foot of liter, anywhere between, again, 30 to 50 pound fluoro depending on the size of your bait and what you're looking to, to target. Usually the slip sinker rigs like that, you're gonna be going after muttons or the uh, the grouper. That's usually my, my mutton or grouper setup just because you're gonna be typically using a little bit bigger bait, bigger profile bait. Um, <coughs> bait is everything, as you guys know. So having fresh bait is key, all right? If you go down there and you go any of your to your local bait shops and they've got bait that's frozen but it doesn't have any color to it, the bait's eyes are like pretty much glassed over and they just don't look vibrant. There's no color to the, the bait. I would suggest to catch your own bait or go somewhere else. Okay, you want to have the bait that looks pretty fresh. If you can catch it out there live, obviously that's the best but fresh is key. So you wanna look at ballyhoo, sardines, Spanish sardines, mullet, pilchards, threadfin, pinfish, any of those are winners, okay? 
if you're looking for the bigger fish, the mutton, the grouper, um, you know, your gags, your blacks, your red grouper, mutton snapper, pinfish, and threadfin, uh, maybe even goggle eye is a, is a good option for them. Okay, but again, fresh is key. Uh, location, location, location. When you're, when you're out there on the patch reefs, everything kind of looks the same. You want to find that piece of structure that looks different. Okay, so you want to look for an edge or a ledge that has live rock on it. Something that, I mean, just crazy colors. Um, you should be able to see it from the boat. I mean, it's that clear, you know, if you're fishing these shallower waters. Um, look for live rock or bait fish in the area, just any life in the area. And moving water is key. If you don't see the water, you know, any current sweeping over this area, it's not even worth fishing. You've got to have moving water, okay? Once you do find this kind of magic scenario, then you want to look ahead of it, okay? So up current, anchor up up there, or you could drift if you, you know, you don't mind spending a little bit of fuel. Um, <coughs> actually, I do a lot of drifting because... Uh, I feel like sometimes the anchoring kind of spooks the fish, especially in these shallow waters. So I'll drift over an area a lot. Uh, but the the right way to do it, if you can, and if you have the space to do it, is anchor up way ahead of the structure, set up a chum slick, okay, some menhaden milk, you know, some chum that has a lot of menhaden oil in it, and let that go, and that'll bring up a lot of the fish that are in that area to come out and investigate. So you're going to see yellowtail snapper, mutton snapper, uh, gray snapper or mangroves, you know, some grouper. This could also bring the sharks in the area around um, Spanish mackerel. So pretty much anything that's within that, that, you know, couple hundred feet of the area is going to come over and investigate. So having the chum is definitely, you know, a good part of the equation as well. You don't have to buy the menhaden milk. I mean, having just your own little concoction of some fish oil with some oats at home works well too, but um, the chum, you know, when you're in a hurry, you can pick it up at a local bait shop and it'll do the job perfectly. And then one thing I, I do want to finish up here with is know your limits. So a lot of these people that go out there for the first or second time, they don't really keep up with their, their regulations. Make sure you know your, your limits of, of these species, how many you can keep per day. Um, for example, yellowtail in the Atlantic here, we can keep 10 a day. They gotta be 12 inches overall. Mutton snapper 18, five per day. Mangroves are gray, um, five per day. You know, Just keep up to date with all of your regulations because they do change. Not a lot, but enough to where you need to keep up with um, If you guys did learn something here, okay, make sure that you, you know, give us a, a thumbs up and like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, check us out on TikTok. We're putting a lot of stuff there. YouTube, we just actually hit over a million views on YouTube. Love you guys so much. So blessed. And we'll keep it coming. Thanks. See ya.